Welcome back to Culture Shock. I have a story. We're going to talk about a YouTube channel. Are we familiar with like the concept of a mommy vlogger, like family vlogging style channel? There's a woman. Her name is Ruby Frankie. Ruby Frankie is the mom of six kids. She is the owner and she ran the YouTube account called Eight Passengers, where she documented her life, her husband's life, her kid's life. This channel gained almost 2.4 million subscribers. The channel detailed like day-to-day -day life, like with her children in Utah. And basically no event was off limits and not recorded. Family dinners were recorded, errands were recorded, anything related to the children's lives, it was recorded. You get what I'm saying. In fact, viewers started noticing very quickly that Ruby's parenting like style was very different. And by different, I mean alarming. She was very harsh with her kids, especially the younger ones, saying that she was proudly recording moments where she would say that her kids are literally starving and they weren't allowed to eat until they finished their chores. My kids are literally starving. I hesitate to say this because it's gonna sound like I'm like a mean barbarian. She took her oldest son's bed away for seven months after he played a prank on his younger sibling. My bedroom was taken away for seven months and then you give it back like a couple weeks ago. I don't think our viewers know that. <laughs> You've been sleeping on a beanbag. I've been sleeping on a beanbag since October. <laughs> she would record private moments of her daughters, like their first time talking about like shaving and like talking about their acne. And Julie has been asking all summer if she can shave her legs and armpits. And I, I never said that. She'd vocalized that the kids had no right to anything, that if they had a phone, it was not their phone, they just had access to a phone, or the room was not their room, it was a room that they borrowed from their parents. What are you looking forward to the most in the new house? For sure, my new room, not my room, mom's room that she's letting me have or use. And one of the most startling moments that like really caused some concern was a clip where Ruby was talking about how her youngest daughter's teacher texted her and said, hey, your your daughter forgot her lunch today. Her daughter was six years old, for the record. Could you drop her lunch off? And Ruby said no, that it was her six-year-old daughter's responsibility to bring her lunch to school. And if she forgot that, then she would have to starve. She said that Eve did not pack a lunch today, and can I bring a lunch over to the school? This happens quite often when you're having raising children. Um, because I know that her teacher is uncomfortable with her being hungry and not having a lunch. And it would ease her discomfort if I came to the school with a lunch. Um, but I, I responded and just said, Eve is responsible for making her lunches in the morning. And she actually told me she did pack a lunch. So the natural outcome is she's just going to need to be hungry. And hopefully... Hopefully nobody gives her food and nobody steps in and gives her a lunch. Now, I'm not saying the parents shouldn't discipline, but this is a whole new level of discipline. This is like abuse. It's cruel. It's harsh. So not only are all these examples I just gave you awful, but they were recorded. The only reason we know about them is because Ruby was holding a camera in her face and her kid's face talking about all these things. She detailed everything. These things weren't just happening within the four walls of their home. It was in our home. It was blasted on the Internet. And in 2022, so this is last year, Ruby stepped away from this YouTube channel and it was announced that she would be joining a new company with a woman named Jody. Now, Jody's going to become a main character here in a little bit and you'll see why. She is an author, a life coach, and a therapist. And this company was called Connections, Connections with the Next, which is a life coaching program aimed to help our generation and generations to come 
quote, dispose of distortions, ugly lies in order to live in truth. So when it was announced that Ruby would be stepping back from YouTube to join connections, obviously her subscribers and her haters at this point were like completely intrigued by this. The sleuths of the internet, you know, you gotta love them. They dug up that Jody Hildebrand had her license put on probation by the Utah Clinical Mental Health Counselor Licensing Board for a year and a half in 2012. This is because she violated a state law by discussing a patient without his permission with his LDS church leaders and Brigham Young University. This patient, this man, alleges that all the claims that Jody said to the church and to the school were completely made up, but it ended up leading to him losing privileges at the church and being ejected from BYU. The man says that he and his wife went to Jody for marriage counseling and were quickly pulled into Jody's porn marathon. So as expected, videos on this Connections YouTube page that were also on the Connections website were like quite something. This advice, this, you know, this parenting advice that was given on a number of topics about handling misbehaving kids, bringing your children and family back to truth, just very, very cult-like behavior. It was like the outcomes weren't matching the, the crime, right? The, the punishment didn't fit the crime. And so I thought, how do I reach my kids in a way that they're going to understand? And it didn't make sense to me to hold my kids accountable, hold my kids accountable, and then Christmas come, and then it's not consistent. And all of a sudden, they get Santa Claus coming and pouring gifts upon them. And I thought, this is an opportunity for me to really grab their attention. I can't think of anything that grabs a child's attention more than Santa Claus. And so I, I pulled them aside, my husband and I both, and we said, you know, we really love you. We r really, truly love you. Like, we're, we're not loving you just because you're cute and cuddly, <laughs> although that's true. We love you, and our responsibility is to help you reach a place of adulthood where you are empathic with others, where you really are a character being. And, and the information by your choices are telling your dad and I that you're not there. You're not even close. And so we're going to not be celebrating Christmas in the same way that we've done in the past. We're going to celebrate Christmas for what it really stands for, which is the Savior was born. And because the Savior was born, we get this beautiful opportunity to change. Our hearts get to soften. And so for Christmas, we're inviting you to soften your heart. And it was a beautiful experience. They really, really took to heart what we were inviting them to do. So Kevin and I stepped back and we watched how they took this outcome, how they interpreted it, how they worked with it, how they interacted with it. And because they're quite numb because of the choices they've been making. They didn't go into hysteria. They didn't go into fits. They didn't cry and scream. They just were like, okay, <laughs> okay. And uh, Christmas morning came and the two decided they were going to play elves and they would find the packages under the tree and they'd say, oh, this is to mom or, oh, this is to Chad or this is, you know, Abby's. And they would take the gifts and give it to the person whose gift it belonged to. And they enjoyed that, and they decided that they were going to make this day the most uh, fun day of the year. In this home, you don't get personal space, because this is my space, because I'm the parent. If you want your own personal space, you'll need to get your own space. This is mine. 
And as long as you're living in my home, it is my job to know everything about you. You don't get to sneak, you don't get to hide, you don't get to have secrets. Not in my house. Do you see how loving that is? Now, if you're in distortion, you're reeling right now. If you're in distortion, you're, 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 ready, to, you're ready to pull your hair out right now. You're ready to scream. So think about how that feels in your system as you hear me say it. If a child is in truth, they won't have any problem with that. Okay, got it, that makes sense. They're not gonna have any, any um, qualms about what I've just said because they're not hiding anything. Because privacy really is appreciated and they can, they can be in their room and they can have four walls on a bathroom. She stopped doing YouTube because it was hurting her kids. Here's a clip of that. I was making millions and I left it because my kids were being hurt. With entitlement, they were being hurt. With people's advice, and they didn't have a mother up the front saying, I don't care what the world's opinion is. This is the truth, and this is where I stand. And fortunately, I had a chance. I had them in my home long enough to do it, and I'm not going to lose them. They're seeing truth. They're accepting truth. They're loving truth. And so this is my passion, is to invite you to stand in truth and put your opinions to the side for a minute. Because your kids are the target of distortion. So remember that detail, right? She stopped doing YouTube because it was hurting her kids. So what's the point of me, like, telling you this story about a mother, some random Utah mother with an aggressive parenting style who, like, calls herself a mental fitness trainer connections? from a company by a disgraced therapist. You know, that's not just an interesting story. There's actually a point to all of this. Eight passengers' mother, Ruby Frankie, and the Connection's founder, Jody Hildebrandt, were arrested on child abuse charges after cops found Ruby's 12-year-old son with open wounds and duct tape on his limbs after he apparently escaped Jody's house. So her 12-year-old son escaped Jody's house through a window in the basement and ran to a neighbor and asked for food water and for the police to be called. The child was emaciated, malnourished, and had open wounds from being tied with what looked like rope. Just had a 12-year-old boy show up here at my front door asking for help. And he uh, said he just came from a neighbor's house, and we know there's been problems at this neighbor's house. He's emaciated, he's got tape around his legs, he's hungry, and he's thirsty. Yeah, so that's a lot. The cops later found the youngest child in the home. The daughter, who, like I just mentioned a little bit before, was the one who was told, if you don't remember your lunch, you're not going to eat. Yes, that daughter. She was also found in the home in a very similar condition. Now, we don't know where the husband was in all of this. There was a husband. He kind of, like, existed in the background a bit. He, there were a few clips of him being pretty strict and kind of cruel, but, like, the ringleader here was, it, it was Ruby. The four remaining children are now in the care of Child Protective Services. Uh, her two oldest children no longer live at home. There's a son and a daughter. The way that I found out about all of this was I saw a post on the oldest child's Instagram story of the Utah home saying, finally, and there are a bunch of cops outside. That was what was in the photo. And this oldest daughter, after a little bit more investigation, a little searching to this, the oldest daughter no longer speaks to the family, completely removed herself when she went to college. And she's now asking the public to help her build a case and like a file against her mother, claiming that this abuse has been going on for years and she's very glad it's all coming into light. 
What's wild is according to police records now that are kind of coming into light, neighbors and the oldest daughter had both called the authorities in 2022 to try to get help for the children because of similar situations, claiming that there was abuse in the household. You know, and like you're just like, something's a little weird here. They're a little quirky. Maybe it's just the quirkiness, but something just feels weird. The kids never looked happy in the video. They just always seemed very uncomfortable. The mother was always, always shoving a camera in their face during the most like inopportune, like private, like intimate moments. So no technology at the table, but this camera is most definitely allowed because I'm the mother and this is how I make my money. These children can't consent to being on film. Their parents just have to say like, this is how we make money. This is what we do. This is our career. This is how we go on nice trips. This is how we do nice things. This is how we buy presents for you guys. That you have to accept it. Ruby Frankie's sisters, who also are in like the family vlogging space, posted on their Instagram like a joint statement saying, We are glad this is happening. We are like our utmost, like, you know, priorities that these kids are safe. We've tried to warn people about this for years. So like all of this news is coming into light now, and they're saying, Hey, we've tried for years. We've we've tried for years on numerous occasions to like make this a known thing that these kids could be in serious danger or they are in serious danger. You know, there's so many more stories I feel like haven't even come out yet about this. It's 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 sad. It's it's crazy. Like and there's so many video evidence like evidence like links now that are just kind of surfacing of like, well look at this, look at this. Well they did say that she wasn't gonna be fed or they did this that was abusive and it's just all making a lot of sense now. So yeah, what well, I guess what happens in Utah isn't really gonna stay in Utah after all. I'm only gonna say it one more time and then you're gonna lose the privilege to eat dinner. <laughs> 